Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our un unexpert opinions. Oh, what the fuck is it? How did I forget my own tagline? <laughs> well, keep it in there. It's our expert, non-expert opinions? Sure. Our non-expert, expert opinions. That's what it is. <laughs> yep. Um, on everything and everything. Whatever. Fuck. Fuck this intro up. <laughs> we're, we're, we're keeping it in. Do it live. Um, this week, uh, Johnny is going absolute full secret dragon. And he cannot record this week. He did not give a reason. We don't know if he's in the country. We're, I'm thinking a little bit that he he spoke too much about the food stuff last week. That his company might have jailed him and yeah. not letting him go. He's in a basement somewhere. They're they're teaching him a, a little lesson. Yeah. How dare you talk about Taco Bell's <laughs> whatever. Um, so this week we are going to do something different. We just talked about it right now, literally a minute before we are going to save all our betting picks for a separate episode. We're going to do a quick, bless you. Uh, we're going to do a quick rundown of those in another episode, probably 10 to 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Um, and then this week though, we are going to cover pretty much the entire bears, uh, everything and anything about that. Um, we are going to do timeout and then we have an old school rank where I actually give the ranks and we actually rank them. Um, without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Budget presents Beer League. Okay, so like I said, Johnny's not here, but I am joined by Nick and speakerphone Eric. So, um, how was everyone's weekend? Fantastic. I had a lovely weekend. I went. Good. I went up to my friend's lake house in Wisconsin and left Thursday night and came back yesterday evening. So it was like a long weekend. And he just, his parents have a, uh, like very remote, um, middle of nowhere lake house, um, on a huge lake. And we just like hung out all weekend, drank beers, uh, played settlers of Catan, ate a bunch of good food, did some stuff outside when it wasn't raining. It was like the most relaxing, like perfect weekend I could have asked for. You, you attend a lot of lake houses, including your own. My question is, do you go with the same group normally, or do you switch it up? No, it's different groups. I I go with my family a lot, obviously, to, to mm -hmm. my lake house, but then um, I've had two different groups of like friends come down with me to, to my lake house, so it kind of varies week by week, and then this was one of the guys who actually was at my lake house a couple weeks ago, so it varies, but yeah. we're in the Midwest, so Midwest is all about lake weekends. Yeah, that's fair. Beer, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well, guys. Um, Minnesota life is is good. Bears won. That was my weekend. Um, I got pretty got after it on on Sunday. Um, actually, Sunday was like the day that I actually did anything. I woke up early and I brined some chicken wings and then smoked some chicken wings, and smoked some ribs, and it was incredible. I had leftovers yesterday, and now it's all gone. But but yeah, that's that's been my. My past two weeks have been me experimenting into the ways of smoked meats. But, uh, but yeah, um, Bears won, although some crappy stuff is happening today. But other than that, things are good. That's like the most Midwest thing you can do after moving is just get into a unique hobby. And smoking your own meat has got to be up there. It's like that and woodworking. That's a great hobby to have, though, because yeah. you get to eat all the time, mm -hmm. regardless of if it's good or bad. Just, uh, I'm eating chicken wings. I'm sure it was good, though. Yeah. Um, my weekend it was so good. My, <laughs> my weekend was good. I attended a wedding. Um, shout out to two listeners. We have a, we have our first couple listeners. Wow. That I, or at least married couple listeners. Um, uh, Matt and Ashley, congratulations. The wedding was phenomenal. It was definitely unique due to the, due to the times. It was a smaller wedding. Um, we did it in my uncle's backyard, but boy, was it, was it still just a hell of a time? Good food, good drinks, dancing. Um, everyone was having a blast. It was good to see, uh, good to see some people that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, 
So that was awesome. So shout out to you guys. Congratulations. Um, and then just like beer, I'm on an air crisping and just ninja foodie. Like, I don't, I don't even know what the hell you would call it. I'm just on the hunt to f- air fry whatever I can. <laughs> so I finally made my chicken tenders that I've been talking about for a while. They were very easy to make. The only thing that was bad about them is it took 18 minutes to cook. And as soon as I shut the air fryer and made the, I click like starting the timer, I did the fool's move and just stood there and waited. <laughs> and I just kept looking at it and I was like, wow, 18 minutes is really long. It's a long time, man. Yeah. I was like, 18 minutes is really long. When I could have just like done anything else. I could have yeah. just sat down and watched TV for like a little bit and came back. Um, but the chicken tenders turned out phenomenal. Um, my one bad thing that I learned right after is I didn't know you, I so I made them in batches. I didn't know that in this foodie, there's like three different slots. So I didn't have to do it in batches. Oh, wow. So so you could do tiered yes, or something. Didn't didn't know that. <laughs> and so... Well, you learned. It was one of the, like, the weird things where I made three at a time, but they were really big. And the first three came out, and I was like, oh, I have to share these with Caleb. <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know how I'm going to tell her that these are for me. <laughs> yeah. And you got to wait 18 minutes. But you got to do what I did. I wanted her to stare and feel my pain. Um, Mm -hmm. But they turned out great. Uh, Really crispy. Still have no idea how an air fryer works. I'm trying to figure it out without looking it up. (laughs) Just just observe. I'm just trying to like like rationalize. Like how how the hell is it? Like fry something without oil. You're like an old school scientist, like Isaac Newton, you know, like yeah. apple hits you on the head, except with you, it's the air fryer. Yeah. Like why? And I don't know how what the is hell that possible. Yeah. Well, cause I get oil. I get oil. You yeah. heat up oil really hot and then you dunk it in there and then it cooks it because it's really hot. Sure. Okay. I understand how an oven works. It cooks from the inside out. Get that. Yeah. Air fryer. No fucking clue. Some sort of combination. Some 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 middle ground between the two. I think the right word you're looking for is witchcraft, but yeah, no, I yeah. agree. Um, and then let's just head into Sunday. Sunday was, I mean, come on. There, there's nothing better than football Sunday. I mean, I woke up um, a little hungover after the wedding, which is just a sign we had a good time. Yep. Um, woke up, just rolled out of bed, popped a squat, and just started looking at bets. Just nonstop, looking at bets, looking at bets, looking at bets. And then before I knew it, it was like, ooh, bears are on. Ooh, ooh bears are on. Like, let's go. Um, and then Going I had back. bears on the main TV and then red zone on my computer because, I mean, you got to get both in. Yeah. Commercial breaks, you can't like just. That's perfect. Red zone doesn't have any commercials. Yeah. So it's just always on. And I can't like admit defeat. Like, I'm not going to just watch commercials out of my own accord. Like, I'm not going to do that. No. So I'm going to have to watch this. And Kayla was like, well, why, why do you have to watch so many games at one time? And I was like, oh, you just don't get it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, if I had it my way, I would have all the games on at once every time. The thing is, it, we were looking for any sense of normalcy amidst COVID and watching football with two TVs on is the most normal thing you could do on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even feel like there's COVID. So really, it's just a, it's a coping mechanism. That's yeah, what it is. Um. So let's first talk about, so there has been some COVID rules, definitely some different with the playoffs, but let's talk about the game specifically. Um, me personally, the no fans, I don't know if it's just because I'm so excited that football's back, but I barely noticed. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really care. Yeah, I barely noticed. Like. The, the, the timing of the, like, crowd noise was, like, a little bit off. It'd be, like, touchdown, and then it would be, like, loud. Mm-hmm. So that was a little weird, but... Yeah, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's funny that you pointed that out. The only thing I noticed was on like runs that were going to the house. Like they still had, like 20 yards and there'd be no cheers. Yeah. Until the touchdown happened. Like that's that's what you don't hear all mm-hmm. the time. Um, So that was good. All right. So let's get yeah. right in to the Bears. Like I said, we're going to do a separate episode with our picks. Um, So the Bears this week, I... I'll start us off and then we'll kick it off to beer. Cause I know beer is going to have some breaking news and much more to say. Um, I still hate Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> um, however, a little spin zone, he might be the greatest quarterback for an upcoming wide receiver to show off some skills. Cause he can never put it on the money. Mm. So it's like Allen Robinson had that like full stretch out catch. Um, Anthony Miller had some crazy catches and it's like, if Peyton Manning was prime was throwing that, you, you ain't you ain't jumping like that. 
Yeah. You, you, you don't have to go out of your way that much. No. So they're getting some great film and I, that's what I'm going to keep telling myself. <laughs> um, they keep babying him on the broadcast. I don't know if you guys heard that when they were like, wow, wow. Uh, you know, he's, he's only four for eight, but a couple of those throws are right on the money. It's like, you know, it's his fourth year, right? <laughs> like, shouldn't be any like, more excuses. Like that shouldn't, that shouldn't be one of the things we have to bring up. Like, Ooh, he threw a couple of good passes. Like, no, 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 no. He's a fourth year quarterback. Yeah. You're, you should po- you're, you should be doing that. And then they had to do the thing where Nick Foles, he's playing the backup perfectly. He's being a great mentor to Mitch. Like he's not even upset that he's not playing. Fuck that. There's no way he's not upset that he, he do we, cause we traded for him. It's not like we just picked him up. We did. We did trade for him. We traded a fourth rounder for him. Um, he's a former Super Bowl MVP. I mean, and he's be- playing back up to Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. He's probably at least a little bit upset. Yeah. He's not thrilled. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably. Yeah. And he, and he seems to be a stand-up guy where it's like, I, you know, what you can't like shun the starting quarterback because yeah. he's like considered still like he's much more veteran than Mitch. So it's like. You can't just like lose the job and then not like teach him anything or not like walk him through reps or go through like notes with them. It's like, no, you can't just do that. Yeah. You'd be named Brett Favre if you did that. Yeah. So my overall stance on the game was the comeback in the fourth corner was fantastic. Loved it. Mitch actually did some good passes. Like I said, though, the wide receivers bailed him out a lot. Um, but let's be honest. Okay. We're in the trust circle. Let's be honest. The Lions lost that game. Yeah. I, I don't think the Bears won that game because first <laughs> off, that pass, um, there's no way that should have been dropped. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have been it. seeing the reactions from Lions fans, but they're like running laps around their house and then people are like, oh, he dropped it. And they're like, no, he didn't drop it. Like, because that's how wide open he was. And it it hit him perfectly in the hands. And when he even like started moving it to his side, I thought he caught it. Yeah. And I already started like, fuck. And then he dropped it and I saw it hit the ground and I was like, what? Can't I was like, is there two it. balls? Like, yeah. no way. How did he drop that? So that was crazy. Yeah. Beautiful toss too. Dude. I mean, Matt, Matt Stafford was slinging it. I mean, I, I've always liked him. I got really nothing bad to say about him. Yeah. He's a journeyman. Yeah. I can't. I mean, he's been with the same team the whole time. He he puts up good stuff. And I, I don't think anyone can say that the loss is on him. It's got to be on Matt Patricia. Yeah. Like Matt Patricia is the leading coach in the last two seasons with blowing fourth quarter leaves. He's uh he's blown seven. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Um, Yeah. Cause I don't know if you knew this, but there's only 16 games. <laughs> so almost losing half in the fourth quarter with a lead. Yeah. That's not good. Not, not great. Yeah. That's not, not great, good. Um, what'd you guys think about the game? Beer, you can go. Yeah. I mean, for my, my perspective was, I mean, okay, so there's a lot of bad things, right? So we we saw Mitch not take a step forward. Our defense played a little bit, almost like worse. Almost It almost felt like they were playing a little bit worse. They, we couldn't get much pressure with Robert Quinn out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was three quarters of Mitch playing kind of crappy. We were one-dimensional, and then we had the fourth quarter, and then fourth quarter Mitch, he's back. And... All of a sudden, he went eight for ten, three touchdowns, and we were walking out of that game. But yeah, it was definitely the Lions lost. Um, the Lions lost there. I'd say, I mean, it's, it's this is honestly this is the same Mitch from last year. Personally, I haven't really seen anything different. I think earlier in the game, he was throwing with a little bit more conviction. Like the timing just looked a little bit more crisp than last year. But like that was pretty much it. Um, I'd like to see a full game. Hopefully, like. The, the Giants game will show me something else. But I want to talk about, like, what did you guys think of the running game this game? I thought we looked so much better in the during the run game. I was curious what you guys thought. So I was really worried about that because of David Montgomery's injury. Because, I mean, I, I've said on this podcast in, in life so many times where as much as I hated him as a Cyclone, I love him as a Bear. Yeah. Like, I hated him when he was at ISU. Obviously, I'm an Iowa guy. And we beat them all four years I was there. And um, so, but he, I, I mean, obviously he's a pro football player and he could, and he's a tough son of a bitch, but like he looked good. Yeah. Uh, Tariq Cohen, 
I think it was Beer who let us know that he kind of apologized for being a sideline magnet. I, I was getting my jollies off the entire game. Every time he was running up the middle, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Taking some hits, getting up there. I, I loved it. Yeah, I, I think both of those for sure. And then I also really liked the fact that it seems like they're going to incorporate Cord, Cordero. Cord, Cord, Cordero Patterson? Cordero, I can never say. Cordero Patterson more in the running game because the guy's just so fast and so dynamic. And he's got good hands and everything, but getting him the ball early and getting some blockers behind him opens things up a lot. And he ripped off a couple of like 10, 11 yard gains mm-hmm. during the game as well. So I think that's pretty cool to see that they're, they're starting to get him more involved and they'd be stupid not to. My favorite part now that you brought it up is they didn't abandon the run game. Even at the beginning of the game, when it started off kind of Rocky, I think we saw last year, if it ever started off getting a little Rocky, then uh, Nagy was just going Mitch, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. And I like that. We didn't abandon that. I like, um, I mean, Let's be honest. The, these first three games are still kind of like preseason. Yeah. You know? And so I like that they kept up yeah. with it and they kept with the run game. Um, I was happy. I mean, like you said, having Patterson in the backfield, he had two really good runs for 11 yards. Mm-hmm. Got us the first down. Very good. Um, Cohen was running good. Uh, Montgomery was running fine. I thought they split up the carries perfectly because I don't know how bad David Montgomery's injury is but it didn't seem like they put him out there in any instances where they thought that like we, they knew we were going to run the ball up the middle. So he could have got injured like that. They always passed off someone else, which I like mm-hmm. um, he, cause he could just be fine and he could just be healing. They just don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked the play calls. I, I thought Nagy was doing good. It's just the only, the only downside was, I mean, Mitch in the first three quarters was who we thought he was. I mean, he was overthrown, he was underthrown, he was making some bad choices, but I mean, I don't know if we got to like knock the guy on the head and just like trick him into thinking that the whole game is the fourth quarter or a two minute drill. Yeah. I, my, my quick thoughts on Mitch, he's, he's that ex-girlfriend that you break up with her and then she still kind of looks good. Mm -hmm. She does something. She's not as crazy as she once was or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just those little flashes that let you think maybe, and it just keeps going and keeps going, keeps dragging or maybe not ex-girlfriend. Maybe you're like, I'm going to break up with her. And then it's like, Nope. Are you saying Mitch Trubisky can get the you up text? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's tossing out you up texts and everything like that. That, that pass that he threw to Anthony Miller for the touchdown for the last touchdown was an unbelievable throw and catch. And that's the, that's the Mitch that we know he can be. And that's what's so frustrating when he's not like Mm -hmm. that. Cause like when he, does stuff like that it's like this guy can be really good and that's that little bit of that's that you up text that's, that's that a, that's oh, a really good no, one. i'm not yes. cra- no i'm not crazy kind of it's, thing he, so well like as a bears fan i want him to do well so like when he started off rocky i was like fuck just more of this and then he always you know what he is he's the game of golf he is the game of golf he waits until the very last minute to give you something good where you go, you can start next week. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like that. It's like you're double bogeying every hole and then you make a birdie on 18. You're like, I can play 18 tomorrow now. Yeah. Like you were about to sell your clubs. You were about to you're saying, drop me off at the pawn shop. Then he throws that touchdown to get us the lead. And you're like, well, we'll see him next week. Maybe, maybe. Dude, we found out exactly what Mitch Risky is. <laughs> he is the ex-girlfriend golf person that we know. And we love to hate. We love to hate. Of football. Wow. Of course. That's genius. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I he definitely is. Um, I mean, besides Mitch, though, uh, I'm trying to think. I liked our rookies, but maybe not Komet as much. He was maybe, he was blocking, but I thought Jalen Johnson looked really good. Uh, so know, happy with him. As a starter. And yep. then Darnell Mooney had some kind of, um as well. But yeah, Jalen Johnson, one-on-one, was just making plays, and he was getting – he was getting targeted the entire game. So he definitely looked, looked solid. Yeah. I, so I was thinking that as soon as the game started, I was like, they got to target the rookie cornerback, right? They got to like, just continue to lead targets to this guy and just see if he messes up. And I, and I wonder if like him having that good of a game, if teams now are going to second guess it, like, Ooh, maybe we got to spread the ball out more. Yeah. Or I hope they don't and just keep doing it. Cause I was very, that's very pleased with them. There was only what he only had, um, he had one one penalty that was not the best, but besides that, he played a great game. Is he from what was he? Virginia Tech, Texas Tech? Where the hell is he? Utah. 
Utah. Just like went to up. Utah. Thank you. I knew it was one of those weird schools that like I knew I heard of, but I yeah, I, I, I forgot. I literally I had to look, look it up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so let's talk defense. Um. Obviously, we didn't have the best game. Um. I think the Robert Quinn though coming back, that's a game changer. Like he is so good, and I don't know why. I think Beer said this last week. I don't know why he's not getting the respect at, of what he, I believe he deserves. And yes, okay, I'm biased. If you come to the Bears, you're automatically an all-star <laughs> in my opinion. So He's like the greatest player of all time, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember when Khalil Mack, when we first signed him, I remember, like, adding so many sacks to his total. I was like, did you see? He got 58 sacks last year. <laughs> They're like, 58 sacks. I'm like, dude, I ain't even think I'm lowballing it. Yeah. I thought I was like 65. They're like, I don't even think you can get that many sacks in a year. I was like, yeah, but he did. He, he did. did. He did it. Yeah. And then, like, for some reason, his height and weight got bigger. I was like, I'm telling you, he's 7'2", 380 pounds, and he moves like that. His hands are, like, 15 inches. Yeah. I don't even know what a big hand measurement is. 15 inches sounds big. Yeah, I got small big. paws. That sounds big. I got small paws. <laughs> what do you, you think of the defense, Bear? Uh, defense was all right. I think that, like I mentioned, pass rush was a little bit lacking. Um, that was, but that was to be expected. Like Mingo did not look good. He kind of like reminded me of Floyd. I think the one thing that we noticed though, is that Leonard Floyd, we, we kind of miss him in the run game a little bit. And then we're missing Eddie Goldman for sure. Um, mm-hmm. they definitely were gashing us with Adrian Peterson, um, a couple different times, but I mean, uh, uh, they, Kind of like the same old defense. That of course we make a play on a on a like a, a ball that was bouncing, like Hal Fuller to to put us in that position. But um, I'm excited to see what Robert Quinn does to this defense. And hopefully we can see some some pretty aggressive pass rush. Plus they were holding Khalil Mack like every single play too. The fact they didn't throw one flag was kind of BS. Yeah, yeah. I would like to also see the stats of how many times he didn't get double teamed. I mean he was he was double teamed for. Of the vast majority of that game, mm-hmm. which you you would think opens it up, but I think that's where we're gonna see when Quinn and him are on the same line. You can't double team both. Yeah, you just can't. And so I don't know. I got a good feeling. Uh, real quick before we talk into the Allen Robinson news, Adrian Peterson looked pretty good. <laughs> he looked really good, yeah. and it was surprising that he got released. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can get released by one team, get picked up by another, and go out there and break off 15-yard yeah. chunks left and right as a what, 36-year-old? Something young. like that? There's um, a couple of runs where I was like, yeah, Whoa. Yeah. He's kind of still got something there. Mm-hmm. Again, it's impressive. I mean, if you look at him too, he's still a unit. He's big. He looks yeah. just jacked. I was like, yeah, no. That doesn't surprise me too much. But, like, you could tell his speed is definitely not what it once was, but, like, that power might be the last thing to go. He might be. He was stiff-arming people yeah. in his truck, and I loved it. 14 rushes for 93 yards. Three catches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, you got to think. They picked him up for a million dollars. That's worth it. That is, like, nothing to have. Because, what, do they have a three-running back trio? So, it's, like, I mean, a million dollars? Come on. Yeah. He's 35, by the way. Yeah, but in running back years, that's, like, 80. Yeah. Yeah. That's not young. Um, all right, so breaking news. Uh, Beer, shine some light on the Allen Robinson news. So, yeah, this is according to, to Brad Biggs. Uh, I believe he's with the Chicago Tribune. Um, but he said that um, Allen Robinson, he was, like, confirmed that Allen Robinson requested a trade and has, like, re- removed all of this stuff off, like, I don't know, Twitter, uh, all of his bear stuff, all basically says now is like Pro Bowl wide receiver. Uh, but yeah, apparently he's he's requesting a trade, and that's obviously in response because we haven't extended him. And hopefully we can figure this out and extend him. All of his teammates currently, I mean, right before the show, Anthony Miller tweeted out like 15 minutes before the show, just like extend, like extend Allen Robinson. Like everyone's tweeting out about it, um, but I don't know what, what they're doing sitting right here, but it's going to look really, really bad if we let Allen Robinson walk. Yeah. Well, there was, there was so many years uh, that it seemed like we were begging for, we need like a go-to wide receiver. We don't have that anymore after 
forget who the last one would have been before Allen Robinson, Brandon Marshall, Brandon Marshall, and, uh, or uh, like Moose and Muhammad before that, Al- or something. Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Alshon Jeffrey, exactly. Like once those guys left. There was a, like a three-year gap where our go-to receiver was... Josh Bellamy? Yeah, Josh Bellamy. <laughs> um, like, we had nobody, and we kept begging for, like, yeah, we don't necessarily have our quarterback situation figured out, but he needs somebody to throw to. Then they went out and got Allen Robinson. Great player, great person. Pay the man. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm all for it. I like him. Um, I mean, after a couple of those catches... He's I fantastic know. in our offense. Yeah, I don't know how you don't pay him. Yeah. Like, there's no reason we should trade him. It's just, like, come on, guys. Like, we we need to keep him. He's he's incredible for this team. He is definitely, like, I, probably the best receiver the Bears have ever had. So, like, I don't know at this point if it's – if I don't know how far apart we are, but Pace, like, if you let him go, it's going to look really bad. Who do we have? Anthony Miller. I love Anthony Miller, but – I don't think he can be a number one receiver right now. No. As as much as I was very pleased with how he played in the first game, some huge catches, obviously. Um, having Allen Robinson also spreading out the field gave him more opportunities for those plays. Yep. Um, okay, so we got the Giants next week. The Bears are favored. They're favored. Hey, um, They're favored by five and a half. Um, I believe the game is at home. I think if I'm not mistaken. Um, I like it. Um, we watched the giants last night and they didn't show me anything that made me worry at all. I think the bears cover, I think they cover easily. And I think that you're going to see, um, the defense step up more. And then if all things are good with Allen Robinson, you're going to see hopefully the offense click as much. Bears are indeed at home. Four and a half points on Bovada. Oh, they went down. So yeah. People are betting on the Giants. Yeah. Wow. They're wrong. Yeah. That's They're wrong. The, the wrong pick to make. Yeah. You know what? Keep betting on the Giants. Keep that keep that keep that going low. Cause we we bet money line last week. And I was telling people, they're like, you didn't take the three points. I was like, nah. I was like, I can't and like I said, biased. I cannot uh bet against a team. Like, even getting points. Like, I can't just have you getting three points and then... Because I'm, I'm going to be mad if you lose. And even if it's by a point we win the bet, I'm still going to be pissed. Yeah. So, I, I want it to be big. And so, we we hit a big one there. We won 114 on that. That was big. Um, that's a perfect segue into locks of the week, though. The... Uh, I don't know what our gambling team is this year. Oh, no. It's double it. Just double it. Double it. Yeah. Double it. Um, we're rolling. Uh, off to a hot start. I, I might be one of the hottest, um, knock on wood, because I have two bets out on yeah. the NBA tonight, but I might be one of the hottest NBA gamblers that have no idea what they're doing. Because I won like $300 just on NBA playoffs. Um, we took the over in the Heat game, and then we took the Nuggets to cover seven and a half. I mean, they, they just won two games in a row. I think it's going to be a tight game. But... Let's go to locks of the week. So we'll start off with Johnny. So Johnny has... Um, well, for, first of all, before we get into it, uh, I just want to mention we all hit our locks of the week last week. Did we? Yeah. So you and Beer both had cards plus seven. That hit. Johnny had Bucks Saints over 49. That way hit. I had Bills minus six and a half. That hit. So, I mean, take that for what it's worth. Yeah. We're hot. We're hot. We're hot. Joe, can we just like highlight the fact that we were right about that Arizona game? Like, so I, I wanted to bet oh, money yeah. line. I wanted to bet money like, line. I was, I was like so set. I was I like, was, then I was getting four and a half to one. I was like, seven. I was like, dude, just put twenty bucks on it. If they lose, yeah, they lose. But I was like, with four and a half to one, that's a great odds. Those are insane. Out. Yeah. Um. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. So they were gonna be my lock of the week until I saw this news. So they are. Plus six and a half versus, or minus six and a half versus some scrub team. Um, But my lock of the week is Carolina Panthers plus nine and a half versus Tampa Bay. Um, I didn't see anything at all out of the Bucs that made me scared. Uh, Tom Brady really looked his age. Uh, Gronk was barely used. And I I don't think that's just because of the play calling. I think that's, uh, Mike Evans was getting absolutely bullied. 
and made it look like a little bitch out there. I don't think he had any catches. Uh-huh. Chris Godwin looked good, but, I mean, Chris Godwin is God. Um, so, yeah. And then Teddy Bridgewater, I like him. I still like him. Even though they lost, um, I mean, they lost by four. So, it's not anything crazy. Um, he made a lot of good throws. Uh, Robbie Anderson is a new weapon he's really seemed to like, which I think is good for a rookie quarterback in the, on a team. He's not a rookie, but first year on the team. Having multiple weapons, I think he likes that. And then how can you ever bet against Christian McCaffrey? He once again picked up exactly where he left off. He had three tu- or two touchdowns. Uh, he used catching the ball. He was running the ball. I mean, he is electric to watch. Yeah. He is electric to watch. So not only do I like them plus nine and a half, that is going to be my lock of the week. But if you're feeling froggy, then leap. Take the money line. They're getting three and a half to one. So that that is my lock. Plus nine and a half. Nine and a half points is a lot of points. It's a lot. It's a lot of points. And Tom Brady, get out of here. And I like Tom Brady. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, their their offensive line sucks. Well, it's just I love how we were really high on the the Bucks two weeks ago, and then we saw them play one game. And now it's like, yeah, they're not very good. Well, so the the one thing that really showed me is they got a little help on the offensive line, but then in Tristan Wirfs, uh, the Iowa guy who had a decent game, but they were doubling him and they were just pushing him over. They were really, they, they never won a battle at the line of scrimmage. The run game was very mediocre. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I don't, it's going to be crazy. The Panthers could lose the first day of games. I guarantee I keep betting on them. Yeah. Like, there's just no reason for me to get off this train because they should be good. It's like the Falcons having 10 out of their 11 offensive players being first round picks. Like, how can they be bad? <laughs> so, it's like how Big Cat on Barstool said. He's like, how can they be bad? They got 10 first round picks. Yeah. So, that that is my lock of the week. Lock it in and make some money. Beer, who you got? Nice. What, which one did Johnny pick? Oh, yeah, my bad. So Johnny has the over in, I believe, the Vikings and who are the Vikings playing? He has the over in the Vikings game. He texted it to the chat. Uh, Vikings Colts. He has the Viking Colts. He has the over in that. He's just going strictly overs because life's too short to bet the under. 48 and a half. (laughs) Ooh, that actually is a good bet, though, because the Vikings defense is young right now. They're giving up a lot of points. Um, I mean, that's not saying a ton because Aaron Rodgers is on the uh, he's on the vengeance tour. They drafted Love. They drafted a quarterback. He's like, I ain't done yet. Yeah. Let me just sling this rock for a bit. So I like that. So, John, you're not here, but I'm fine with that pick. What do you think, Beer? Or uh, what do you got on your lock? Hmm. Well, I it was going to be a game, game time decision, but I think I'm going to do this. And this is kind of wild for me, but... We're going to do, I'm going to go with the Washington football team plus six and a half. Dude, I watched part of that game last week. They, like with Ron Rivera, they know what the heck they're doing. So I think the Cardinals are good. I don't think the Cardinals are going to, are six and a half good uh, over over the Washington football team. I think the Washington keeps it close if they're going to lose. Um, but some, some crazy crap could happen with Washington. But they look solid. I love their pass rush. Chase Young is a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take back what I just said because I said some scrub team. I didn't know they were playing them. Um, the Washington football team has got something that a lot of people haven't been talking about is Ron Rivera is going through cancer right now. And during halftime, he was getting IV bags. How do you not play your absolute tail off yeah. for your coach when he's battling cancer, getting treatment during the game, but he's still on the sideline? Like, oh, my God, like. That that is insane to me. It's like the Chuck Strong uh, with the Colts, probably like for Chuck Pagano, like five or six years yeah. ago. The Colts went like eleven and five that season, or something, twelve and four, something ridiculous like that. And it was like Chuck was battling cancer. It's like that's the rallying cry. You, you can't really bet against them. Yeah. So I do like the bet as much as I am high on the Cardinals right now. Like, dude, I mean, because that's that's got to be insane to see. And it's like if he's battling that hard and he's going through cancer, it's like. You you're gonna have to you're gonna have to ball out. Beer, beer I'm looking at Bavada right now, and it says uh, the line's plus seven. So we'll give you an extra half point on that one. Yeah. 
Oof, we'll take it. I'm looking at DraftKings and it says six and a half. So okay. I'll take that. Draft. I was going to say we are using DraftKings for a thing. Oh, uh, okay. But eh. yeah, it's fine. Plus seven. Um, yeah, yeah. Always benefit the doubt, people. Yeah. Um, sure. I, Nick. All right. I got uh, Seattle Seahawks at home versus the Patriots minus four. Love it. The Seahawks came out firing. Wilson, Russell Wilson was just throwing the rock all over the place. Their offense looked electric. Uh, the Patriots barely beat a shitty Dolphins team. Cam Newton, mm, I don't know. Uh, I think Seattle walks all he, over He him. was the only person that looked good on that entire team. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. did Michelle had a good game. I'll take, I take that back. But, uh, I mean, Cam Newton... How many times can they also bring up during that game? They're like, well, you know, Belichick didn't have a mobile quarterback. It's like, yeah, no, we, we get it. Yeah. Like, we get it. And then, of course, he had to run in, too, and it's like, what was a little controversial to me? I thought he didn't get the touchdown on the second one. But, um, I mean, Cam Newton, he showed up, and did you see what he wore? He wore that yellow tuxedo? No. I mean, you can wear whatever you want. I wear a lot of weird stuff. I mean... You got I oh, Belichick might like scream into a pillow when Cam walks into the locker room. Like he comes in and all yelling, he's like, but we need him. We need him. It's <laughs> like that. Um, I love that. I'm super high on the Seahawks. Um Russell Wilson, ever since that contract extension, holy shit. Yeah. And he and he 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 balled before. Yeah. But he just like nonstop. And he's got a kid now. Dad strength is a real thing. It's weird. Dad strength is a weird thing. I don't know if you guys saw that picture. Um, Sierra also, also, I think I said this last year, where I believe that Sierra is Pavlov is dogging him. And every time he does something good, she always posts like a scandalous thing. Oh, yeah. You so did, yeah. she was in like a bikini. She posted that. And then it was also, they dressed up their daughter in to look just like Russell. And I was like, oh, he is... He's totally like, like, oh, I don't want you to piss in the house. So here's a treat when you go outside. And like the, yeah, she's Pavlov's dogging him. Yep. Every time. <laughs> and I'm cool with it. That's great. I'm cool with it. So to recap, we got Joe Panthers plus nine and a half beer, Washington football team plus seven, Johnny, uh, Vikes Colts over and me, uh, Seahawks minus four. Yeah. Perfect. Um, just a reminder, gamble responsibly, take our picks. We're undefeated, but if we win, give us some of your profits. And if we lose, don't let us hear about it. <laughs> or or donate to Fall Catalog Night. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that would be good. You should just not gamble and donate. <laughs> no, no, just uh, donate winnings. That's fine. Um, all right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? On the podcast. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're good. Um, okay, so my by far oh. my favorite one is it's got to be on a little delay. I love the delay. Um, so Carol Baskin is on Dancing with the Stars, and Carol Baskin's dead husband's um, family, Don's family, did the most baller move of all time. I don't know if you guys saw this. So during her performance, they bought airtime, and it was just straight up like she murdered our dad. We need peace for Don, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that is insane. That's crazy. But also, I don't know what she thinks, because like most of America is like, yeah, this woman fed her husband to a tiger. Like everyone thinks that, and her family's like, what a perfect thing to get there. And so they had two, two commercials going about how they need justice for Don, and she killed him. I respect it. The The amount of money alone it would take to get two commercials in a primetime slot on a major network is probably a lot. So <laughs> they're, they're, they must be pretty confident about what happened. And Dancing with the Stars, I'm pretty, I haven't watched an episode, but I'm pretty sure it's like a huge show. Yeah. I think it, I think it gets pretty good. I might be wrong, but ratings. I don't think it's cheap. And, it, and what is it on NBC or something? Like it's, this... yeah, it's a major network. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Dude, we're talking like hundreds of thousands of yeah. dollars just to straight. Cause it's like, but it's genius because during commercial break, you know how it's like, okay, vote now on your phone during commercial break. And then boom, it goes straight into like, this girl killed my father. You can't vote for her. Like you got to vote for her to get off. Like there's no yeah. way you could vote for her. Like, wow, this woman fed my dad to a tiger. You can't be like, well, I got to see what she can do with the tango next week. Like, no, you can't do that. 
Um, so that's genius. Um, okay, our next one is a food one. And it's actually two. And one I don't remember off the top of my head, which is going to kill me. Um, but we're going to skip it in the other one. So Taco Bell is now coming out with a jalapeno noir. They're coming out with a wine to pair with a cheesy gordita crunch. Um, oh my god! Genius! <laughs> genius! I can't believe it. <laughs> so I thought it was a fake ad, and I was like, "No, I must have read that wrong." No, 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 no! It is very, very it's real. Legit. Yeah. yeah. So they've literally got it, and they've got it sitting next to a cheesy gordita uh, crunch. Cheesy gordita crunch. Because I, I mean, I've always thought the best chaser to a cheesy gordita crunch was a beefy five layer burrito, mm. and now they're like. <laughs> Have an entire bottle of jalapeno noir, which you got to think it can't be good. Could you imagine if someone showed up to a party and drank an entire bottle and like got drunk of jalapeno noir? I got to read this uh, tweet that I found from Taco Bell Canada. Apparently it's available in Canada. Uh, the luxurious toasted cheesy chalupa is about to meet its bougie best bud. Bonjour, jalapeno noir. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try it so bad. I'm telling you, there's nothing that Taco Bell can't come out with that I'm not like, well, I'd at least have it once. <laughs> like, like, I, gotta, I gotta try it. Could you imagine like, wow, I got you a nice housewarming gift. Um, jalapeno noir. I love the mixing of the languages. They got to do, um, they got to do, oh, this should be, a, uh, you know, like the, uh, Pizza Hut did it with their pasta. They like took it to chefs and they're like, oh, eat it. And they're like, oh, what do you think about our, this fancy pants pasta? And they're like, well, it's, it's five stars, five stars. And they're like, well, it's actually pizza. And the guy's like, well, that's crazy. They got to do that with sommeliers. Yeah. Like little hints of tortilla strips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's insane. It's crazy to me. It, it pretty, yeah, it really is. Beer, beer, what do you think? You getting one, you getting a glass of this? I mean, you gotta try it. I mean, it looks really, really good. I, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. I mean, jalapeno is it like a little spicy? Is it a spicy wine? I'm curious. You, they've definitely piqued my interest. There's, there's got to be a little bit of spice in there, a little, a little kick. Yeah. To, to compliment the cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> but you gotta also think this got passed. Like this guy threw some. Like, like this is a real product. Yeah, but as we've established on this show before, sometimes, uh, like, hearkening back to uh, the Walmart shirt that says Let It Snow with the snowman doing lines of himself, True. sometimes, you know, corporate structure breaks apart, <laughs> fails in some way. So, not saying that this is as bad as that, but it could happen. I mean, dude, the best, the best thing is that they paired it with something. I think that's genius. Because if they just said that, oh, is it not a red wine? Is that red? No, it's got to be red. Yeah, it's totally red. Is that red? Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm colorblind. But oh. like the fact that they're like, no, 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 don't just get drunk off this. Also get a party pack of the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Yes. Even though this looks like a chalupa to me. It might be a chalupa. I know. Talk about custom wine. Custom, custom wine. I would love to see the vineyard that did the deal with Taco Bell. Like, well, this is... um. My family's been doing this for almost a thousand years. He's like, yeah, can we get some jalapenos in it? But I, I like to think that they said jalapenos. So bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are going to... Oh, okay. Got it. We are going to find bottles, and that's what we're going to drink during the Madden draft. <laughs> we are going to drink only jalapeno noir, and we got to get bear, beer to do it. From Minnesota as well. We need you to drink it as well. Should we should we change our name from Beer League to Jalapeno, Jalapeno Noir, Noir League? Noir League. Um, I love it. But no, they're gonna they're gonna. Oh, man. I'm down. See, this is genius because remember when the McDonald's candles came out? I couldn't give two shits. That's something I didn't even want to try. This, it 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 has piqued my interest so much. Um, okay, the next one is Reese's cups are now coming out with Reese's peanut butter cups with. Potato chips inside. Yum. I want it. What? Love it. Where where do you put the potato chips? In, uh, in the middle. Salty with the Yeah, a little salty and sweet. Like just give me salt then. Why does it have to be a potato mm. chip? 
Well, that's not a marketing thing. You can't just add salt. <laughs> you can't like add salt to it. Also, I mean, they probably have that. Probably have, like salted caramel. Yeah, they might. Uh, Nick I don't is know. Not I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's not on board. I'm skeptical. Wow. Be- beer. Uh, are you on? We had him with I, the jalapeno noir, yeah. the potato chip rice crispy. He does. If he sees one of those around uh, Halloween time, he is pissed. What do you, What do you think, Bear? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely a big. I, I think it could taste good. I, I think you know, you tried this on me a couple of years ago. It might not be, but I've come around to the, the salty mixed with a little bit of the chocolatey and the in the, the peanut butter. I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested to try to try it for sure. Yeah, my parents bought at Costco the chocolate covered uh, ruffles. Phenomenal. Ooh. Phenomenal. What's the, what's the difference? They just add a little peanut butter. I love peanut butter. I'm I'm looking for a picture. Oh wait, what? Hold on. I might have found I might have found one that completely turns me off to this. Wow, that's crazy. As if I wasn't turned off enough already. What is it? Just like a chip Ugh. hanging out the middle. Ugh! Look at that packaging. Love it. Couldn't Ugh. love it anymore. And they're big cups too. They said small cups, thin cups. Get the fuck out of here. We're adding potato chips. Yeah, they got big cups, but then yeah. the, they've got a, a cross section of a big cup with little bits of it in there, mm-hmm. which is weird. And then behind it, just like a couple like ruffle potato chips. Love like, it. Weird. I uh, might be their number one seller. I'm out on this. Fine. Wow. What? Okay. So what else are you gonna wash down your jalapeno noir with for dessert? <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> Get some, uh, uh, what are the twisted uh, uh, cinnamon cin- twists? Cinnamon twists. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. They, they should have done that. They should have done a dessert wine and just like <laughs> dissolved those in wine. Add a little bit of uh, I drank it. cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Uh, I don't see why not. On top. Um, all right, let's go over to the rank before I, cause I'm starving right now. We're actually doing tacos tonight. We do tacos Tuesdays in this household. Ooh. Um, so the rank this week is rank these four Dang. Will Ferrell movies. Okay. Okay. Talladega Nights. Semi-pro. Um, Talladega Nights, semi-pro. Step Brothers and... Oh no, what was my last one? Don't talk beer. I gotta, I gotta look it up. It was Talladega Nights. Semi-Pro, Step Brothers, and Anchorman. Um, beer, you can go first. Um, hold on, I'm thinking about it. Okay, so okay, so number four, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do Talladega Nights. I mean, I love Talladega Nights, but it's really nothing against it. It's just, I really like a lot of these movies on this list. Um, that's that's the big reason. Um, so number four, Talladega Nights. Number three, I'm going with Semi-Pro. I love Semi-Pro. I think Semi-Pro is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. But this is this is a tough, this is a tough list. <laughs> um, uh, so Semi-Pro is really, really good. Um, and then number two, I, I'm going with Anchorman. I love Anchorman. I, I, when I first came out, I, I freaking loved that movie. I, it was so funny. Um, but really, I, it all comes down to the number one, Step Brothers. I could watch that movie over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, it's it is a classic. It is it's an American classic for sure. Definitely, definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. No. I yeah. I have a feeling we all might be similar with this rank. But uh, my number four is gonna be Semi Pro. Um, super funny when he when he trades for Woody Harrelson's character for a washer <laughs> that that got me when he's doing the dances in the full costume that's <laughs> yeah. when he's like uh when uh, father pat does the corn dogs for everyone <laughs> that that gets me um love the movie um i and i like to think i chose four great will ferrell movies so even if they're on the bottom yeah. of the rank they're not bad uh number three is gonna be talladega nights when he's doing the prayer with all his sponsors and he keeps saying baby jesus that gets me uh the shake and bake kills it and then the icing on the cake is when he stabs himself with the knife because he's trying to convince himself that he's paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> and and Sasha Baron Cohen in that movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, underlining joke that not a lot of people talk about, but I love is the Fig Newton one where he's like, I can't see shit, but boy, do they taste good. <laughs> uh, number two is going to be Anchorman. Anchorman and, of course, Anchorman 1. Okay. Yeah. Anchorman is phenomenal. Ron Burgundy has got to be one of the best characters of all time. Uh, and then number one, Step Brothers. Step Brothers was the first time we really saw 
Jesse Riley and Will Ferrell together, and they were just perfect. I mean, I'm not going to call him dad, even if there's a flyer genius. I mean, come on. You, you can't beat that. So that's my rank. All right. Number four, semi-pro. Mm. I think that's the one I've seen the least out of all of these, so that's probably why it's fourth, because I don't remember as many of the jokes. That's fair. But it's still a funny movie from what I remember. Number three, Talladega Nights. Um, I love the... Uh, he bases his whole life around if you ain't first, you're last. And his dad's like, I was high when I said that. <laughs> you could be second, you could be third, you could be fourth. Like, I based my whole life around that. Like, that's. And it's out of Chili's. Like, he gets yeah. kicked out of a Chili's. <laughs> yeah. oh. Too great. Uh, I was high when I said that. I was that. high when I said that. Uh, <laughs> number two, I differ with you guys here. Uh, Step Brothers, number two. Okay, fair. Hilarious in its own right. The ending is fantastic. The whole movie is fantastic. Number one is Anchorman because uh, that was the movie that, like, growing up, like, middle and high school, is, like, go over to buddy's house, put on Anchorman mm-hmm. as we're, like, doing other stuff and hanging out. And ev- we all know every single quote from it and the whole the whole movie top to bottom. So that's, I mean, that's one of my favorite movies of all time, let alone number one on this rank. Yeah. Um, no, those are all good ranks. I mean... I would love to rewatch all of these movies. Um, this is like Will Ferrell's prime. A movie that I wanted to put on it, but it's not him as a main character. Enough is old school. Mm. Old school with Frank the Tank. When he, yep. uh, we're like, we might even get crazy, man. We might go to Bed Bath and Beyond like that. That <laughs> like, oh, it hits. Like everyone says that before, where it's like you have a beer and you're like, oh, it tastes so good when it hits your lips. Like, yep. Everyone said that. That's good. Um. The best part of old school, though, is Vince Vaughn smoking at the end on the rings, and he's just puffing the cigarette and goes, stole, stole. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part. Um, okay. Well, football's back. Like I said, we're going to split these up into two episodes a week now with our picks and then our full episode. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Another congratulations to Ashley and Matt. Thinking about it, I probably should have did the, the bride first. Yeah. the groom. That, yep. I think that's the nice way to do it. You learned though. Yeah. Now I learned by the end. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. I believe we're creeping up on a little over 2000 and we just hit 300 subscribers, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it means a lot to all of us. Um, and then, like I said, if you have a rank idea or anything, reach out to us on all social media, beer league official, all one word. And we would love, um, to get your input. So thank you guys very much. Stay safe out there and we will see you next week. Yeah.